Welcome to the Magic Missile Podcast. Uh, before we get started, I do have a couple quick announcements to, to go through, uh, and then we'll dive right into it. Uh, our good friends at Questing Tools will have launched their first Kickstarter. Uh, they are um, putting out sets of a um, of a theme that they're calling the Town of Click Clack. Uh, they have a twelve or thirteen different sets that they're they're creating all of their their own custom design. Uh, they are gorgeous dice, and they uh, they're great. Um, so. Check that out, townofclickclack.com for more details. The Chainbreakers having journeyed from Ravenbell to the Cindercrest Mountains to return a cursed battle axe to the Horde of Eldrag. Along the way, they stopped in Dry Gulch to rest and restock, only to find themselves fighting off an incoming invasion from Diabolus, the Dark Prince himself. Swarms of disfigured creatures took over the town, bringing along an unnatural darkness that loomed overhead. The Chainbreakers rid the city of these abominations, and peace was restored to the town, removing the darkness. Having left Drygolsh, they headed towards the giant village of Brashev and made quick friends with the local giants, met a wayward thief named Davfin, and found that Ildrag had established a deal with the village to receive a percentage of their food in exchange for not being attacked. Rylus, a young, impulsive, new shaman, felt that his village would starve with this deal if it were to continue, so the party, along with Rylus, set off to take down the White Demon. After a very close call for Voir, the party defeated Eldrag and activated the second of three ancient leviathans, ancient beings des designed to protect the land. They also discovered the location of the third, located in Lake Gotara to the east. Setting off in search of his father, Rifir convinced the party that the next destination should be Or's Rest, a city in the Thascona Grove, a valley in the central region of Ursalonia. As a thank you, Rylus opens a portal in a nearby tree, and the party, along with Daphne, headed through the portal. Uh, we are going to cut to the other scene that we've been following through the intros, and you see this old man... Um, that, that we've been following wipes some blood from his recently uh, created makeshift shaft. Uh, he leans it gently against a wall, walks over calmly and picks up his cloak, wipes off some of the dust from the scuffle and dons it. He turns the corner and confidently walks on with the staff, uh, heading deeper into the city. As he passes by, he sees rubble, fires that haven't been extinguished. He reaches a part of the city that overall doesn't look to be hit as hard by the, the invasion. Trees line the, the streets on this area of town, and looking ahead, the, the man sees a building with large columns capped with a dome. He smiles to himself and heads around to the side of this ornate building. 
He looks back and forth, up and down the street to see if anything is coming, and then quietly ducks in a door, closing it behind him. So you you all feel the rush of wind as you leave through this portal. Um, and leaving the snowy forested area of Brashev, you find yourself ankle deep in mud. The air is putrid. It smells like rotting vegetables. And when you left, it was fairly early in the morning. But here it's it's dark. It's it feels like midnight. Somehow the, the darkness that hangs in the air above you is a deeper darkness that than what hung over Dry Gulch during the night of that attack. As you step out, flies kind of buzz around your heads and you find yourself in the middle of a field of rotting potatoes. You see trenches of dark, murky water and rotted potatoes floating in the, the water. And you look around and Rifear isn't with you. Daffin isn't with you either. You swore you saw them go through the portal. And in fact, I believe Lode was the last to go through. And they didn't come out the other side. The four of you stand in the middle of this this field of rows of, of rotting potatoes in the dark uh, with, with no one else around. We see any light in the distance? Uh, through the, the trees ahead, um, often the, the distance at the end of this, this field, about uh, 80 feet ahead of you, you see a bit of a weathered farmhouse and uh, light kind of dances in the, the window a little bit. Well, it's uh, good we finally dropped that dead weight, am I right? What the hell is this? I thought we were going to a <laughs> town. I don't know. I, I don't jump through portals. <laughs> this is your expertise. Yeah. This is not right. <laughs> this is this is not a town. This is a terrible place. It is up and coming is what it is. <laughs> it's making me up and coming, maybe a little bit, but Okay, should we go to this house? You see that light? I do now. Um, there. Sure. Yeah. Where's the light at, guys? My eyes are closed. <laughs> open your eyes, load. Load. Follow the sound of our voice. <laughs> no, load. Open your eyes. <laughs> oh, I see the light. All right. As you get, you get closer to the the farmhouse, you see the light is in one room on the second floor of this uh, fairly weathered and beat down farmhouse. Uh, there looks to be a silhouette of a figure standing in the the window uh kind of casting a shadow from the light uh but the f- silhouette doesn't seem to be moving there still doesn't appear to be any sound anything happening guys there's a decoration on that window i think that was a person i don't know Probably must be the worst farmer in the whole world what a treat for us well john do you go make introductions I guess so. So you guys approach the the house itself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you, you get right as about to, to knock on the door or, or kind of make your way inside, you hear a faint buzzing off in the distance and then silence. 
like bees or like a saw? Um, the buzzing? Like a, a mosquito. Like a really high pitched? Yeah. And, and you hear it for a few seconds and then it stops. And then you hear it for a few seconds more and then it stops. And it seems like it's getting closer in between the times that it stops. But when it stops, it is dead silent. It goes back to the alone feeling that you're, you're all starting to, to kind of feel as there's no other sound happening. Hey, should we hide? Um, this sound sounds like it's getting closer to us. Yeah. Should also, we go in the house? Yeah, we should probably snuff out any lights that we have and then go into the house and hide. Um, any objections? I mean, <laughs> okay. Load door, please. I mean, we can knock open it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Do we even know it's locked? <laughs> no, knock. <laughs> I assume every door is locked. <laughs> you assume that all doors are actually walls. <laughs> I go. I knock on the door. Uh, you knock on the door, and there is no response. Um. You do see a window off to the the left side a little bit from this this door, but it looks to be dark on the other side. How far out does the sound sound? That didn't make sense. Uh, if you were to ballpark it, it would be 100 feet. So it's it's pretty far away at this point still. But because there is no other sound around, it is very noticeable. I try to open the door, see if it's locked. Uh, the door swings open and you see a makeshift stable uh, on the other side of this, uh, on the first floor of this this farmhouse. Um, you see spots where um, stalls where horses would be kept, um, but they are empty. Um, you see um, a couple torches that... Um, aren't currently lit, uh, kind of mounted on the walls, and uh, stairs that lead upwards. I turn to John. Man, I'm really strong. I didn't even try, like, try to open that door at all. You're really good at doors, dude. <clears throat> yeah, we you're the best. Tried. Let's close the door behind us. <laughs> now, you said stable, like we're like in a stable. Is it open air, or is it like enclosed off? Uh, so it is enclosed off. The, the doors to the stable are closed. Uh, you Now that you're in it, you see on the uh, kind of left and right of the, the side that you came in, uh, you do see kind of barn makeshift barn doors. Uh, they don't go up as high as, as what you would typically think for a regular barn. It looks like this was kind of converted it, or just made cheaply. Um, the, this entire building is kind of in disrepair. Um, and it there there doesn't seem to have been life here. Um, the barn itself or the the stable um, is one story and completely roofed off. All four walls are, are closed with the doors closed. Um, and it does seem like it, it is offering a, a small amount of protection uh, for the time being. Um, but okay. you are inside this this room now. Should we just hide and wait for this thing that's approaching to pass? Yeah, but we should try to get in contact with Rifear too. I'm starting to get worried. Is there any chance that buzzing was Rifear? Not a sound I think I've heard from him. No, me neither. Does anyone yeah. have... How does your message spell? Is that usable in this instance? 
I think that that was close enough for me to message it. Um, I can cast message. Um, I think the way you cast message, though, is that you have to know or be familiar with the target. I am familiar with um, Rifear, so I guess I would attempt to cast it on Rifear um, within 120 feet of where I am and say, Rifear, can you hear me? Where are you at? A second or two goes by. A couple seconds more go by. No response. I can't get in contact with him. As as you're trying to to contact right here, you hear the buzzing get closer and closer uh, until you hear it just on the other side of the door. Um, and it kind of stays there for a second and stops. And then silence again. Load in front of the door. What what's in front of the door? No, you go stand in front of the door. <laughs> I go to open the door. No, 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 don't open the door. <laughs> okay, I'm really confused here. Bar the door. Stand there. <laughs> okay. Use was, your body. Do you not let that door open? Your door-sized body. <laughs> <laughs> you are the door. Um, okay. Uh, Tyler, what which way does the door swing? Uh, the door swings inward towards. Okay. You. Then I lean against it. Okay. Uh, so you are in this stable, um, and there are five stalls around you. You are um, on the the ground floor, uh, in the the southeast corner of this this stable farmhouse. Uh, you do see a set of stairs that lead upwards to where you saw that light, um, and you see just a tiny bit of, of light kind of being thrown and danced around on that, uh, that staircase. Um, doesn't look to be too intense. Um, but the, the rest of the stable is, is pretty empty. Should we send Smokey outside or. I mean, if you guys are so worried about it, I'll just, um, I'll walk up to the door while casting, speak with animals and go, Hey, you don't hear a response. Um, I'll, so I'll tell I'll concerning. tell Linda to like move and be like, hey, let me let me through. I was told not. I was told not to let this door open. I, I promise you, I will not let it in. But you have to open the door. I think if one of us goes out, we should all go out. Though I'm not going to go out. I'm just going to poke my head out. Yeah, I think that's okay. He's the yeah, sneakiest that, one of us. That, that seems okay. Yeah, that seems that's. I mean, I'm right. pretty stealthy. True. Be Load careful. I'm just kidding. Yeah, the opposite. <laughs> Load farts. I'll stick my head out and just be like, um, hello. Do you know Can where we are? <laughs> as as you stick your head out, uh, you still don't hear anything or see anything. Uh, even with uh dark vision. Even with dark vision. I close the door and go. There's nothing out there, guys. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, still, uh, this is still probably the right place to stay till we get light and a better idea of where we are. Gives Rifear a chance to get to us, too. But Rifear's out there. Should we send a beacon or something to, sh- to, to show him where we are? 
I mean, uh, Tobar, how far can you shoot something that I imbue with light on it into the air? I mean, I can fire it, but how much do you want to like attract people to us? You already uh, tried to use message, and that's 120 <laughs> feet, and there is nothing here. I don't know what else is around 120 feet around us. But if he's not 120 feet away, I mean. I tend to agree with Tobar on this. Rifier can probably handle himself for an evening. In the morning, we'll have a better chance of finding him. Yeah, he thrives in the dark. Yeah, I mean, if anybody, does, if anybody does, it's him. Let's go upstairs. Let's see if we can get a better vantage point. Maybe we can see something. Load, stay down here and watch the door. I've got John, the I think. And then as I say that, I'm going to cast Mold Earth twice, one on top of each other, and make a 10-foot... Uh, a cube of dirt where the door was. Okay, Sounds good. So there's also there's also the barn doors. I can only do one. <laughs> Lode, why don't you hang out here and let us know if any of these doors start to open. Okay. Build a sandcastle or something. You got there's a bunch this of big dirt. pile of dirt here I can use. <laughs> I know, that's why I'm letting you know. <laughs> dirt castle. Build a dirt castle, and then I'll head upstairs. Okay. Uh, as you head upstairs, you see uh, a small, very quaint, um, very basic bedroom. Uh, the bed is looks no more than just a, a few dirty rags and a, a pillow. And uh, you see standing in the window a human male, um, Looks like he is in the process of reaching towards the shutters to close them. Um, and he is not moving. Creepy. Uh, I say, sir, didn't you hear us come in? We called out. Hello? No response. I, I think we need load. <laughs> hey, guys, you want me to come upstairs? Load, there's a weird guy up here. Cool. Can I, um, oh, geez. Can I go up and, and, and touch him just gently, like, like, sir, and just, like, tap him? Sure. Why don't, why don't I try mage hand? Mm, that. All right. Just try to tap him on the shoulder. Like a gentle tap. Yeah, you see this ethereal hand float over and uh, tap his burlap, rough clothing. And you can see the, the fingers from the, the mage hand imprint on, his, on his, his clothes. You can see that it is actually tapping, but he there's no response. He doesn't even acknowledge that you've, you've tapped. So maybe we just leave you alone. Obar, can you investigate this guy a little bit further? I know, I was like, you guys got any ideas here? You hear the buzzing start again downstairs. Downstairs where Lotus? Uh, just right outside the door. Um, and then you hear it stop. And then you hear it 20 feet, a little bit north. And then you hear it stop. At this point... 
I am going to switch Smokey out from a bear to a, or I'm sorry, not a bear, um, a wolf to a owl. Okay. And have him kind of, well, two things. I'm going to switch him to an owl, and then I'm going to use, sorry, I think it's Beast Sense. Yeah, it's Beast Sense um, on him, so then I can see through his eyes and hear what he hears. And I'm going to have him scout to try and figure out what the hell we're hearing. Okay. Outside. Um, which direction on the map are you sending him out? North. Whichever north? way that was. Okay. Yeah, whichever way the buzzing is. Um, so, yeah, you send him out north, and um, you hear through the owl's uh, passive perception, you hear the buzzing start up again uh, a little bit to your left, and then kind of lazily hover by and then stop and then start up again 10 feet away fly float a little bit off to the right and stop and as smoky as an owl uh, you turn and look and see what, what looks to you to be a cross between a large bat and an oversized mosquito um, you see the ang- the legs end in sharp pincers, and it has a long needle-like proboscis that slashes the air as it swings back and forth, just kind of looking for anything moving. It's a bad uh, Can you have Smokey make a stealth check? Oh, two plus a three, so five altogether. Five. Uh, as Smokey kind of locks on to this bat-like creature the needle-like proboscis like swings towards Smokey and the bat disappears the hissing, the buzzing stops Hmm. and a second later the buzzing starts again and the creature is right behind Smokey and it attempts to attack it attempts to attack Smokey? yep Oh, nuts. It's okay. As far as things to attack, I'm pretty okay with it being smoky. Yeah, I'm like, all right. <laughs> uh, 15 to hit. Jesus. All right, yeah. And uh, it does six damage. Okay. And you see as it uh, latches on to, to Smokey, it it grabs on tight. Uh, the proboscis, like, needles into uh, between Smokey's feathers and it doesn't let go. Um, and it just holds on as Smokey continues to fly and uh, get away from this this creature. Um, it tangles with, with Smokey as it uh, as it moves through the air. Okay. Um, go ahead and have at this point Everybody roll initiative. Am I even aware of what's going on? Are we even aware of what's going on? <laughs> um, I, I guess that's up I to... Uh, I don't know if I'm able to tell them. I'm blinded and deafened to my own surroundings, so can I talk? So, yeah. But not muted. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, can I still talk? Hey, guys! <laughs> yeah, I'm like shouting right like, now. Volume control. Volume control. 
I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, I would say that I'm letting you guys know. Uh, so that brings us to uh, the bat creature's turn. Batman. Uh, the bat creature holds on to Smokey and doesn't let go. Um, and it will just hang on there. In fact, I'll move Smokey out this way. Bye, Smokey. Um, that brings us to Load's turn. Okay, as part of this, are we all outside? Uh, no, you are still inside. Now I know why Smokey has sad eyes. Okay. Lost a lot of blood. So I'm going to go, since I'm aware of this, I'm going to go outside. Okay. From here, can I see the bat creature? Uh, yes, you should be able to see that. And how high up is this bat person? Uh, they're about 20 feet up in the air right now. <sighs> okay. Um, can I try and do a strength, a strength check to, or an athletics check or something to try and... Do a melee attack jumping off one of these wooden platforms. Uh, sure. Yeah. There's a, a few barrels and um, a, a cart sitting outside that um, you can try and run and jump off of. Okay. I have enough dis. I have enough speed for range for it. I'm going to go into a rage because, of course, I am. And now, so what do you think? Athletics, strength, acrobatics. I think athletics makes sense here. There's a four on the dice, a 13 total. Uh, yeah, you so you jump up um, and as you, you swing your axe, you just come underneath and just miss. Um, not quite able to get 20 feet up into the air and, and accurately land a hit on the, uh, the, the flying sturge. How, how high up are you? load uh on the the barrels and things he gets about another eight feet of of distance so not okay okay now he's on the ground right and now Smoke. jumping off of that he would be on the ground okay and Smokey can change his form right nope no okay darn well anything else we're doing on your turn um i guess i'm just gonna do nothing okay um, that will bring us to Smokey's turn. Smokey is going to try and disengage. Okay. I am out of there. So let me know what I need to roll. So yeah, you'll, you can use an action to, to detach. Cool. Uh, so Smokey fully detaches and, uh, basically uses its talons to, to grab the proboscis and rip it out of the, uh, the feathers and, uh, is, is now free. It's gonna just. Uh, come over this way and like perch itself up on top of a roof. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Smokey flies away in owl form, uh, away from the sturge. The sturge, seeing the the near miss from from load, uh, kind of is distracted and doesn't uh, look towards Smokey flying away. Let's uh, pop over to John. You're up, and then Vor, you're on deck. Okay, <clears throat> and we're not outside yet, so we don't. You are not outside. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. But the door's open and loads out there. So, okay. Well, I think I'm going to go out and help homeboy here. So I'm going to run outside, um, look up at this thing, and I'm going to fire off a uh, guiding bolt 
I, I guess is it within 120 feet of us? I guess I should ask that. Yeah, it's it's well within 120 feet. It's right. 30 feet from you. Cool. My cast guiding bolt on this fool. Okay. So an 11 to hit, uh, 15 to hit does hit, and 19 damage, and that takes care of that guy. Uh, you see the guiding bolt the. The flash of light uh, streaks towards this sturge, and uh, it attempts to phase out into to nothingness. And before it can, it just disappears. But when it does, you start to hear more buzzing. As... Like from other areas around us? Yes. Um, and you start to hear some growls. Hmm that you weren't hearing before. No, bueno. I'm going to give a bonus action to load. Um, or bonus action. I'm going to give a bardic inspiration as a bonus action uh, to load. Okay. And then that'll be my turn. Don't worry about it. Feels like I should be worried about it. Um, all right. So that brings us to... Um, you hear growling and scratching from um, a... A creature to your south, and Jean and and Lode, as you're standing outside, you turn and look, and you see one of the dog-like creatures that you fought in Dry Gulch, um, coming bounding around the corner of this, um, this stable, and you see just rows upon rows of teeth as it opens its mouth up to almost a ninety-degree angle, um, just coming at you, um. And it, it starts to run at you, and that is as far as it gets on its turn. That brings us to Voir. All right, Voir hasn't really seen anything, so he's going to go outside. <laughs> turn around, come back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he sees... All sorts of chaos. South. He had seen John cast a spell, although he hadn't seen what it was at. Just go, what the hell, guys? God, can we not go one day, one day (laughs) without this sort of nonsense? Um, All right. Well, I think we back in the house. (laughs) Everybody back in the house. I think we have a better chance of guarding it. It was just one thing when we came out here, Voir. Uh, the other things came just a minute ago. Um, yep. That doesn't mean he's wrong. Yep. We have a better chance we only have to guard from one angle of attack as opposed to... Guys, it's like the gates of Thermopylae. We can tunnel them into one spot. Very educated, look. <laughs> Very educated. Also... Different universe. <laughs> so very uneducated? <laughs> yeah, we're all like, dude, what the hell's the gates? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. He learned some shit while we were in Ravenbell. This is your school. This is what this does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of your fantasy load. <laughs> uh, Var will use the dash action, or the run action, and he will what? go... Back inside. All right. Far. <laughs> That's what I said. Well, we're stuck out here. We don't know. <laughs> Four goes in and hides back inside. That brings us to Tobar. Um, this is one guy, right? 
Yep. Two shots going at him. A 20 and a 16. Heck yeah. And the first one will have sneak attack on it with another four on it. Uh, the the very first arrow that you fire uh, completely just pierces through this this uh, this sturge and it falls to the ground motionless. Um, it you don't see it um, anymore as it falls behind uh, outside the the windows there. Okay. The second arrow sails past as it there's no no target left. Um, and in that case, I'm just gonna back up just a little bit and. Um... Kind of just be like, I think they're attracted to noise. And then end my turn. I yell right. back at Tobar, what? <laughs> <laughs> or you, you hear, because there's there's dirt mounds, you hear scratching at the walls of the, uh, the door uh, where the dirt mound is. And that is that turn. I wasn't uh, sold on the dirt mound, Tobar. But you, uh, you know what? When you're right, you're right. And you gotta, you gotta recognize game. Recognize I have game. a ten, ten foot cube of dirt. Good luck. <laughs> he just busted a hole through a window, man. What? Load, you are, you are up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just saying it. <laughs> I am going to run at this guy. Okay, go for it. I am still raging. And I'm going to attack with my great axe. Sounds good. <gasps> that is a nice. nat 20. <gasps> Ooh. He did it. And that means. Ooh. Oh, that is Oops. satisfying to see all those dice roll. Yeah. <laughs> that is 32 damage. That completely. You bring your axe down and cleave the. the <laughs> Uh, poor dog-like creature in twain. Like, it just falls in half uh, as you, you bring your axe down on it. Guys, I think we're okay. Load's got it. For the record, that's a dog-like creature, not an actual dog. That is true. I don't that want another DM accusing me of killing a dog. <laughs> he killed see, a dog, we're fine. <laughs> as you bring the axe down, the form shifts just slightly, and it becomes a full golden retriever. Uh, <laughs> and it says, wait, my name is Lancelot. Don't do that. <laughs> Dick. Daddy. <laughs> That's so much worse. I was going to make that your animal companion. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And then. They're both dead, so in that sense. The other one's too far from me. Yep. So I am going to. Can you throw something like a rock or a cork? I was going to say a corcus, but a carcass. <laughs> A porcus? What? <laughs> a corcus. Yeah, I am going to just do nothing. Sounds good. Uh, Smokey's turn. Right. I am going to have Smokey come on over here to attack guy. Okay, sounds good. An eight? An eight does not hit. Uh, so Smokey flies over the, the top of this barn and flies down on this. It now finds a, another dog-like creature on the other side. And the uh, the the creature opens its mouth almost a, a perfect 180 degrees and snaps down right as as Smokey starts to grab it with its talons and Smokey in kind of self preservation flaps back and just barely misses getting getting caught itself um, and does not uh, does not hit and he's just gonna go up just a little bit so there's no retaliation okay be happening <laughs> sounds good um. 
And that brings us to this dog-like creature that is going to run towards load. And he's going to attempt to bite. Load, watch out for his teeth. That was a 19 to hit. Yes, that hits. Uh, that is seven piercing damage and four necrotic damage. Okay, I should have... Um... So that's three piercing from your rage mm-hmm. and four necrotic, so seven damage total. Okay. And that will end that turn. Um, you see this this Sturge blink out of existence temporarily, and it suddenly appears right next to Tobar. <laughs> well, hello there. <laughs> they don't do doors. <laughs> <laughs> And it attempts to to needle Tobar with its proboscis. He hits. I already saw the 18. <laughs> one damage. Four oh damage gosh. total. It Rolled attacks for 28. Oh my god. Yeah, 28 <laughs> to hit, and uh, it does four damage, and it has latched onto you. Um, so it will just hold onto you until otherwise cool so yeah that is that's turn uh john you're up you bet i am um i'm going to cast there's no damage on this this dog uh no that one just ran up from from the road okay so there is one inside one in the back and then one here that's what i know yep okay um, I'm going to cast um, Toll the Dead um, on the dog. Okay. Sweet. It's going to make a DC. Oh, it succeeds. Okay. So yep. uh, it rolled a 15. It's saved. Uh, so no damage. Um, I do still have movement, though. And I'm going to come play uh, Door Goalie. Um, I'm going to go right here and I'm going to uh, swing the door open. Um, so at the very least, I can see everybody in the party. Sounds good. And that'll be my turn. Thank you. Cool. Thank, thank uh, you. Voir, you are up. Voir is very clearly disgusted by the mosquito thing that is latched onto Tobar. Uh, so he will cast magic missile at it. Okay. That's um, at... Third level. Very cool. All right. Your your magic missile slams into the Sturge, and the Sturge just explodes in a, a puff of uh, ethereal energy, um, leaving bits of bat wing and proboscis on the ground. That was gross. I did not like that. You didn't? You didn't like it? I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, frankly, I liked it a little bit better than it went for you, but where's where's Load? I, I say Load's outside. He's fighting a dog. Um, it's not a dog. Yeah, I, so I tell John, get, get Load, I guess, in here, unless he seems fine, but maybe we could bar the door or something and only have to fight him when they come in through the windows. I'm doing that thing that, like, third base... Um, uh, coaches do where I'm, I'm giving load one of these to get inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
like tug it on the ear. Yeah, nose, absolutely. You know. Nose, eyebrow. Should I make like a perception check to see what that even means? <laughs> no, I'm you, confusing you've, him. <laughs> you, you've traveled with these these guys enough that you would know what that means. Also, I think John can use his words. <laughs> no words. Um. Yeah. Could, okay. I'm done. Okay. All right. Uh, Tobar, what was uh, your turn? I am going to hold my attack until something happens. Um, or if everyone gets in here and we bar the door, then I'm going to use pass without trace on us, but we'll see what happens first. Sounds good. Um, can you curve your arrows like wanted? No. Hmm. That brings us to um, this dog-like creature, which seeing as it's not able to... Um, attack Smokey. Smokey's flying up a little bit above the air, and it's not able to get through the door. It's going to attempt to run around. And it will get to there. And that will be its turn. Uh, Load, you are up. You have a dog-like creature to your side, and you can hear another one coming from around the corner. Okay. So I've heard John calling to me. I am going to make an attack on this one. Okay. I'm with my great axe. To be clear, John would ask you to finish that dog, then come inside. Um, maybe even both dogs then come inside. And remember, you have inspiration. We'll see if I have to use it, yeah. Nope. Uh, 28 definitely hits. And an 11 damage. You destroy this... Uh, this dog, you bringing your axe down again and just cleave through this, um, this beautiful little puppy. Your words are not mine. Um, <laughs> it had a mother. All dogs go to Diablos, <laughs> and so that one uh, falls over to the ground dead as well. Um, you do hear one coming around the corner, um, but that is all you hear at this point. Um. Before I do anything, I want to call to Jean and say, I hear one around the corner. I feel like I should go get it. I feel like you should. I'll go with you. That's not what I meant at all, Jean. <laughs> what did you mean? It means I'll go get it. You stay inside. I, 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 first off, I'm not inside. <laughs> Second off, um, when I say go with you, I mean keep a healthy distance as I have been. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I'll watch around the corner for you. How about that? Like literally where you're standing. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, step up here real quick. Okay. All right. I still have one attack left, correct? That's correct. Go ahead and target that one. Oops, I didn't. Inspiration. I'm going to use inspiration. And with 18 damage, uh, you, you rolled a 14 on the dice, which was the armor class of the uh, the beast. Okay. And uh, the 18 damage that you do to it. Uh, how do you want to do this? Oh, I'm going to say, come here, boy. It's all right. Have him, and you hear it. have him look out into the distance. <laughs> Lovely pat his head. I don't. I don't want to do this, but I have to. <laughs> and then chop his head off. 
such a good noise, dude. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Um, with that, everything goes quiet again. And as everything starts to go quiet, you start to notice that the sky kind of gets a little bit brighter. It's it's no longer night at this, at least this area around the farm. Uh, you you notice that the daylight starts to to poke through this this darkness, almost as if the the darkness was a a cloud that was covering the the farm. And uh, Tobar and Voir, you hear uh, footsteps scuffling upstairs. You want to go check it out? Arbol. That's one way to check it out. Nah, let's go check it out. <laughs> Just gonna smoke them out, are we? Not smoke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go upstairs, Tyler. Yeah, I'll Sounds go. Good. Um, so you guys head upstairs and back into this this bedroom, um, and you see the man is is no longer frozen. Um, he has finished closing the shutters and he turns around and looks confused. Um, the, the lantern seems to be on its last bit of oil. Um, and it finally goes out. He goes over and, and kind of refills it with a, um, a, a bit of oil and, and turns the, the light back on. And as he's refilling it, he turns and, and sees you two coming up the stairs. What are you what are you doing in my house? We took care of your rodent problem. You you did that? No, your horse did. Well, I thought I would be stuck forever. Th- thank you. Thank thank you. I I can't tell you how how much of a relief it is to be finally out of that. What happened? Oh, um, for, forgive me. I my name is Droman. Um, and it, you are. I'm War. Um, and what happened? Oh, um, well, this all this all started about a week ago. Uh, the creatures, and he looks outside uh, one of the the windows and checks kind of nervously to see if anything's out there. Those creatures showed up about a week ago. Um, kind of started killing anyone who got in their way. For some reason, people seem to be unable to leave the city, unable to leave anywhere around here. Something kept them in place, whether they tried to walk out or use magic to leave. They, they were stuck. And over the last few days, the town itself has been harder and harder to hide in. I I don't know many that have made it. I I came back home to, to hide from these creatures and still see if I could survive. But the last thing I remember, I was trying to close all the shutters to stay quiet. 
and he, he looks down, kind of distant, and you see a, a look in his eyes that you could tell he's he's been through some shit. I ask, where are we? We're just outside of Orr's Rest. Okay. And he he kind of looks back down. I I don't I don't remember leaving this room, but I was somewhere else. The from the time I started to close the shutters until now, I was in. Everything was gray, and I I couldn't see anything in the distance. Just a lone tree, and I there was no one around. I only heard whispers saying, "The despair is now your home," over and over and over again. Do you remember what it was you saw right before you were frozen? The sky turned dark, like uh, pitch black. Do you remember what time of day it was when the sky turned black? It had to be early afternoon. I had just dropped off some supplies for those that were holed up at the inn in town. It doesn't make sense. Why would it turn black in the middle of the day? Um, there's definitely some, some stuff going on right now. Um, do you think that you would be safer in the city? Like you can follow us in. We're going to Orr's Rest right now. Have you already been there? Oh, um, no, but we have a friend there. If, if that's true, I wish your friend all the luck in the world. I came here because I thought this was safer than the city. I was wrong. Is what is happening here the same as what's happening in the city? I feel like we got off easy out here. This this uh, city is in, in rough shape. Well, what are you going to do when we leave? I'm going to see what supplies I can gather here to to bring back to the city when I can. Um, if if you're here and you're able to remove this darkness and, and free us, then these people will need food and help rebuilding. And I have a farm I, I can help rebuild. I have plenty of food growing here. What's happening in the city? Fires and destruction had taken over. The, those creatures are just running rampant and killing everyone indiscriminately, it seems. The same creatures, the mosquito things and the dogs or anything else? Worse. Some that look like humans with long spear-like arms. I've never seen anything like it. We remember those guys. Mm-hmm. You've, you've fought them before. We've killed many of them. Um, and it sounds like we'll need to uh, kill some more. Well. Well, that's what we do. No. <laughs> He's on board, I promise. I, uh, I don't know how to thank you. I... Well, I can't tell we'd you like to thank you. Um, your home gave us shelter, too. Um, I pull out um, 
like a few like rations, um, some water, like a little canteen of water, and I, I give it to him um, just as a thank sure. you. Is he naked? No, but he can always use chain breaker gear. Come on, publicize. I, I already hung up three posters in the bedroom. Uh, <laughs> two of them signed by me, limited edition. Um, um, as you, you look out one of the, the windows, uh, you see that the, the rows of rotted potatoes are gone and in its place are uh, fresh, healthy crops. Uh, the, the muddy water that had filled the trenches in between the, uh, the rows of crops were now dry and, and healthy soil. Um, and it seemed like when Droman last saw it, he had healthy crops, and it seems to have returned to that state. All right, Droman. Well, you take care. Um, we have to make our way to Orr's Rest to find our friend. So best of luck to you. Lock your doors at night. Board up your windows. Or, oh, we can we can mend your that kids. window. Right? Hide your kids. Hide your wife. I I don't have either, but I thank you for the advice. I guess. Hey, snatching everybody up out here. <laughs> Wait, Tobar, you don't have mend to fix that window. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see if I do. I do have mending. Yeah, so I'll use mend on pretty much anything I see that's broken. Just to help them out a bit. Be like, just just to remember, uh, we're the chain breakers. Uh, if you need us, just call on us. We'll be here. I hand him a, a keychain and a pen. Again, I can't thank you enough. Um, I, I do know that there were some survivors that had tried to make their way to the altar of Ealdir. Uh, Can you draw us a map? And he, he kind of roughly draws it. Uh, he's like, you you can't miss it. It's a very large, ornate, dome-shaped building with large columns. Um, it, it stands out. It, it doesn't look like the, the rest of the buildings in town. Um, if anybody is, is alive, that might be the place to check. If we find any refugees that need a place to stay, can we send them here? Uh, absolutely. They, they are more than welcome to stay here. How many can you hold? Um, comfortably 15, 20. Um, if needed, I could go up to 30. We will send you 100. Do you think that you could put some sort of defenses up as well? Um, even if it's just a, a stick in the ground pointing out to make it more difficult for those things to land or to approach your door? Um, I will see what I have available and I, I will do what I can. Yes. Okay. All right. You guys have any other questions or want to do anything else or do you guys? Let's go. How far away is Orr's rest? Like, um, he, he points off in the, the direction. Um, it's, it's kind of Southeast from, from where you are. And, uh, he says it takes about 15 to 20 minutes to, to walk. It's it's pretty I close. immediately send Smokey out southeast-wise to start investigating. And I okay. still have um, B-Sense on him, so I'll just check in periodically until he gets closer. Once he gets closer to there, that's when I'm actually going to start tuning into it. Okay. Uh, yeah, you uh, you make your way 
towards Orr's Rest, and um, five minutes after you you leave the the farm, um, Smokey is plunged into darkness. Um, it's as if there's a wall uh, between where you are on the farm and Orr's Rest itself. Um, going to actually pull up a map. We walk back inside the barn. We live here now. This is our home. No, just kidding. I have teleport now. Well, I have a teleportation circle, so we could just leave. Let's go back to our fortress. Good. So this is a map of Ors Rest, and this is how this is going to work. Um, so you have cleared pig farms. Um, you've start to to walk towards uh, the direction that Droman kind of uh, indicated that the rest of the city was at, and you find yourself back in darkness. Um, Smokey finds it first, and as Smokey flies over uh, the walls of the city um, along this this main road that uh, Droman had kind of led you towards. You see through Smokey's eyes rubble, fires that have kind of gotten out of control. You see several corpses littered in the streets. And Smokey hears buzzing. And then it stops. Then you hear buzzing again. And then it stops. And down below, as, as Smokey flies over, you hear a monster screech out. And silence. And that's where we're all in tonight's session.